from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Michigan uh, head coach Jim Harbaugh. There you go. There it is. His name keeps popping up for the Panthers in like very, very just checking in ways, right? I know I wasn't invited, but but what's going on here? Reportedly was in the state of North Carolina a couple days ago in the Charlotte area. Maybe because Michigan has a a quarterback commit that is from that area. Could also be two birds with one stone. I'll check in with my old boy, David Tepper, my old pal, and I'll check in on my recruit, see how things are going. Just in the neighborhood. Just in the neighborhood. Figured I'd stop by. I mean, I'd... I'd I heard awesome concerts come to Bank of America. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to see what they have to offer. Yeah, it'd be rude to eat and run. Um do you want them, first of all? If it's a yes or a no, you can let me know on Twitter at Donnelly Sports, D-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y-S-P-O-R-T-S. There is a trend that keeps popping up with names being linked to the Panthers. Or a, a common denominator, if you will. It's David Tepper's ego. Every name that gets brought up to me feels like it has to pass the the first um, kind of checkpoint of does this appease a, an owner with a ton of ego? Belichick, Harbaugh, the, these guys are celebrities, right? These guys are uh, if you if you're in the know in college football, you run in those circles, right? A high ego would be like I have Jim Harbaugh coaching for me. He took Michigan to the the college football playoff in back-to-back years and then left to join me. I don't know why I gave David Tepper like a royal accent. (laughs) from Pittsburgh. Um, It's a little different. He left Yins to join me. There you go. That's better. Uh, Ben Johnson. You know what? Ben Johnson might not be the celebrity, but you know what Ben Johnson is? He's the, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Lions, who's the betting favorite to be the next Panthers coach. He's a guy who turned down Tepper last year. And there is something ego-filled with, you turned me down, now I'm going to make it my life's goal to get you to say yes. There's something ego about that. So uh, I do think, and, and the kind of the, the, the conversation around who's going to be the Panthers' next coach has understood that the names that make the most sense are the names that do kind of feed the ego of the owner a bit. And, and there are pros and cons to all of the options. So let's run through the pros and cons qu- pros and cons quickly of Jim Harbaugh. Here are the pros. And I, I've said this is maybe priority number one for the next coach. He is headstrong enough, experienced enough, and comforted in his, his kind of reputation and legacy enough to fight back against David Tepper. There's a lot of rumors about who in that building actually wanted Bryce Young and who in that building may have wanted C.J. Stroud. right? And, and by the way, they're all rumors. We're never going to know for certain unless you have some kind of recording system in the war room or the, the, the scouting department of, of the Panthers. You're never going to know. But it's plausible that f- somebody like Frank Reich would have wanted C.J. Stroud, and when Tepper said we're going with Bryce Young, they said okay. Let's flip out Frank Reich for Jim Harbaugh there. Jim Harbaugh wants C.J. Stroud. David Tepper wants Bryce Young. Who you think they're drafting? I think it's much more plausible to say Jim Harbaugh is going to throw a fit, a rage-filled tantrum until 
the quarterback he gets is is the one he wants. I think that's important. Right? I think there's somebody in that building that needs to be able to look at David Tepper and say, listen here, stocks boy, stocks man, stock trader. Right? I am a football guy. Listen here. I When you were on Wall Street worrying about buy and sell, I was worrying about weak side zone blitzes. You want to know a fun fact about Jim Harbaugh? One of my favorite stats of all time. What's that? Jim Harbaugh has more NFL rushing yards than Bo Jackson. Yeah. If your face just popped up the way Dennis's did. Say that again one more time. So Jim, Jim Harbaugh that. has more NFL rushing yards than Bo Jackson. So, so you're telling me David Tepper's going to talk to that guy and win? <laughs> no, sir. Huh. No, sir. Another pro for Jim Harbaugh. He is probably in demand enough, meaning high-priced college contracts, meaning I believe the, the Raiders would be all over him if he became a possibility. There are multiple NFL teams that would be all over him if he became a possibility. He is probably in demand enough to get a contract that might actually lead to a little bit of patience from David Tepper, right? We're talking about like a Jimbo Fisher style buyout. And if you get that deal, you might get two or three years to figure out if if you're building a foundation there. And I think that's important. You bring in Jim Harbaugh, you're going to have to give him more than 11 games that you gave Frank Reich. I think that's a positive. Here are the cons with Jim Harbaugh. He's an acquired taste. Bit of a bit of a unique guy, right? And and that goes for a multitude of, of reasons. One, like the full glass of milk and a steak and the khakis and the like just the weird. Also, or, you know, do you remember the reports that he was sleeping over at recruits' houses? Yeah, kind of weird. Like he's he was climbing a tree at a recruit's backyard. He's he he's a different frequency than a lot of guys, right? And and he does seem to wear out welcomes kind of quickly. Now, the 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 Michigan is a little bit different because right as he was wearing out his welcome, he started beating Ohio State, and then they're kind of like, well, actually, maybe we should give this guy another shot. And now he's back to being in demand. But But I think it's one of the few that could actually go well in, Pan- in, in, in Panther Nation. I think it's one of the few, right? It's it's going to take somebody like Harbaugh, like Belichick, somebody that's proven to make it work with David Tepper. And by the way, David Tepper wants to win, okay? I think part of the problem with, with him meddling is the guys who he's hired, he haven't been able to look to him and say, no, I know what it's going to take to win. I know what it's going to take. You say, this is what I think. If, if he has somebody down there on the field that's like, no, I know what it takes to win. I know because I've done it because I've been there because I've been around it. Then then maybe he won't be so tempted to, you know, draw on a piece of paper a play that he saw on television and say, why aren't we running this one? He's maybe a bit more tempted to trust. And, yes, he has an acquired taste and he's a strange guy, but let's be real. Panther fans, they can embrace a little weird. Right, they can, they can, they can. He's yeah, a, why not? He's a weirdo, but he's our weirdo, like exactly. that kind of thing. They they can do that. They can wear khakis. 
right? Th- does he win? <laughs> That's be as weird he, as you want as long as you win. He he has so far. Bingo, there it is. He has so far. How about that? I I do eight minutes on the pros and cons. I break it down. What do you need for Tepper? <laughs> Dennis comes in with, does he win? Segment closed. <laughs> This is this is a yes or no question. I think you're making it too complicated, Tim. Does he win? Case closed. I like it. If I could have the the ultimate drop, it would be on this this upcoming thing. Okay. I have a bone to pick with social media tape checkers out there. Uh oh. A bone to pick with social media. First of all, the the social media tape watchers are. To be taken with a handful of salt, not a grain of salt, mm. a handful of salt. Sprinkle some black pepper in there. Some some uh, Himalayan pink salt. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah, get 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 the the coarse salt. Grind, do whatever you got to do because you don't know what they're being asked to do, right? It's it's one of my favorite 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 things is to count how many RPOs are talked about by the broadcast or the tape checkers. Right, the people on on social media, they'll play a handoff, and it will just be a handoff, and they'll call it a run pass option. And I'm going, there's no way you knew if he had the option to keep it and pass, he just handed it off to the running back. That is just a handoff. But sure, call it an RPO and judge him on his RPO decision. It's like like there are there are little things like that that you just can't possibly know. Um, we like. Again, in college, we had – they weren't even called RPOs at the time. We called them read keeps, right, because this was this was the ancient days uh, before RPOs had infiltrated every conversation, before run-pass option. And, by the way, I didn't have the option to pass. It was, it was an old-school two-way option. I could hand it off or I could keep it and run. And there were plays where we had a signal. It was the coach rubbing his belly. That meant you're not keeping it, Tim. <laughs> like that's what it meant that, that we don't want to risk the ball handling of it. We don't want to like, you know, say we're ahead 10. That meant you're handing it to the running back. You're just handing it to the running back. And there would be plays where the, the read, right. The thing I was reading on a traditional play, like the end would just give me the biggest uh, neon sign blinking on the Vegas strip. Most obvious read of my life saying you're going to keep this and you're going to run for 20 yards, but the play will have been, you're not keeping it, Tim. Give it to the running back. And he'll get three yards, right? And watching tape, right, if you didn't know better, if you didn't know that the coaches said don't hand it off, you'd watch that and go, wow, quarterback made a terrible decision. Should have kept it. Should have ran for 20 yards. But nobody knew that, right? Luckily, Delaware football isn't the type of massive eyeball spotlight thing. We didn't have a lot of tape checkers watching every game uh, and, and saying, look at this, terrible decision because – would have been very tough not to go, that wasn't my decision. But I digress. So that's why I'm saying everything has to be taken with a grain of salt. You don't know if they, if they what the team is asking them to do. The other thing that frustrates me, and this re- relates directly to Bryce Young, you can't find the good throws. Clip them out. Take that good throw. Take that very, very good throw put it on social media, and use that as proof that he is a misused but awesome quarterback. Just because he can make a great throw 
that is dropped, right, which is the the one going around right now, throws the the deep comeback right on the sideline. Beautiful, beautiful pass dropped. Just because that play exists does not mean there's no reason to worry about Bryce Young. Does not mean, oh, everybody's saying this guy isn't good. Look at this play. He makes a good throw. What do you have to say now? I'm not saying he's bad. I'm saying the way you're proving he's good is so incomplete. It's actually the opposite of what you're trying to prove. Quarterback play at every level, okay? I'm Pop Warner on up. Quarterback play is overwhelmingly about the majority of boring plays rather than the few spectacular plays. I, I can't emphasize that enough. The example I always use, and Panther fans, you'll understand, I truly believe you could take Sam Darnold's 10 best throws and put them up against anybody. Maybe my favorite throw of all time is Sam Darnold rolling to his left, throwing across his body. It's like 35, 40 yards on an absolute rope between defenders. It's unreal. How ridiculous would you feel if I put that clip up right now and say, you thought Sam Darnold wasn't a starting quarterback? Look at this throw. You'd go, well, that's just one throw. What about all the rest? So don't do it for Bryce Young. You can ruin a super good game with two really bad plays. You throw two pick sixes, game's ruined, right? You fumble down on your own 10-yard line, game's ruined. You hold on to it too long, you don't see the corner blitz, whatever it is, two really bad plays. You can't save a super bad game with two really good plays. Hey, did you see that dime I threw on the seam? You're like, yeah, you completed 40% of your passes for 120 yards, but great throw on the seam ball. That's not how it works. Quarterback is about consistency, and it's always been that way. Right, We get spoiled by the Mahomes of the world, by the peak Aaron Rodgers of the world. We, we get spoiled by them because they make the spectacular. But the reasons why their like, passer rating and everything are so high and the reasons why they win so often is because they make the other plays at a wildly consistent rate. Like I, I use Joe Burrow as my example. Joe Burrow's highlight film? Eh? Right? Like... Occasionally, he's, he gets, you know, especially kind of pre all these injuries, he'd, he'd make a play escaping, but he's not throwing the the wild. He doesn't, I mean, his arm strength isn't Josh Allen, but what he does is when a guy is open, he gets it to him on time and accurately. And he just does that time and time and time again. And then Jamar Chase makes the highlight, right? And then, and then T. Higgins makes the highlight and he goes, hey, I still made Sports Center, right? I, I, if that's not a big a deal for the, the youth today, I still trended on Twitter, even though it was for the catch, not the throw. Like, like that is the, the, the beauty of it. I, I'm completely fine if Bryce Young throws for 275 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and has zero highlights, and has no throws that put your jaw on the ground. I'm fine with that. I'd love that. 
right? It, meanwhile, if he throws two picks but also has two wow throws that get dropped, you're going to point to the wow throws that get dropped and go, oh, this could have been a great game. I'm going to point to the two interceptions and go, what happened there? Especially if there are interceptions that fall on the, the, the quarterback rather than, you know, miscommunication or through the hands or whatever. I can show you one clip of just about any quarterback to ever play in the NFL and make you think they're a really good quarterback. I could put together a, a, a solid three-minute highlight film for, like, Jamarcus Russell. I can put together a solid three-minute – for all of the players that you think are no good and say, see? I mean, let's be real. The worst NFL player, still pretty good athlete. Still an NFL player. Yeah, still, still pretty good athlete. Like, they're, 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 they didn't get there because they can't throw. It's the consistent ones that are the really good ones. It's the consistent ones that, that change the, the future of your franchise. Yeah, for sure. 